Let's begin to bless the name of the Lord. He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords.
Praise the Lord. All right, let's worship God. Um, Everywhere I go, I see you right there. In the beauty of nature, you shine all around. For you are
Bible study song. Alright, we, we are forever grateful for your we are forever God. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, Alright, and one of the things that was said last week um, about growing in Christ, the need for growth, the reason why we need to grow is because there's a little that can be committed into the ends of a child. There is... Alright, um, we know how um, we know how all of this, you know, in this era now, in this technology age, we know how it is that um, a man we write a will for his property before he even dies. Yeah, you know how it is. So that after his death, there will not be issues and all of that. So, fine, a man might have written his will, but then even though all of the properties that he, he wants to give to his children, even though they are indirectly, or let me say directly, the children's own already, the man Okay, but the properties cannot, even if a man dies today, the properties cannot be permitted into the hands of those children if they are still a child. It is until they are grown up, it is until they know how to manage all of those things that um, certain things will be able to be committed into their hands. Hallelujah. So, if you refuse to grow as a child of God, there are some certain dimensions that you will not be able to operate in, in God. There are some certain things that... Um, you will not be able to manage. There are some certain, there will be a limit to the boundaries of what you know. There will be a limit to the boundaries of what you know about God. Hallelujah. 
and then permit me to tell you growing in Christ does not necessarily mean growing in age it's different you can see a, a boy of 15 years old and then the boy of 15 years old might have touched some dimension that somebody of 30 years old have never touched in his life so it has nothing to do with your normal age it has nothing to do with your physical growth. hallelujah hallelujah all right so by the grace of God um, we'll be talking about we have talked about growing in Christ last week and then because of the fact that we have been enlightened on what growth means and why we need to grow now there's a message that is coming to us today and it's about mission the, type, the topic of today's Bible study is mission hallelujah missions hallelujah all right um quickly let's open our Bible to second Corinthians 5 many of us quote this scripture but then we don't read for that second Corinthians 5 17 then we read through to 20. Second Corinthians 5 17 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Um, if you are there with me, let's, let's read um, verse 18 together. Verse 18. All right. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Let's just read this way so that because I know some of you have or some of us have different versions of the scripture. So, so that it won't, it won't look rowdy. All right. All right. Let's, let's um, say after me. Second Corinthians 5, 18. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. All right, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing the trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, um, we'll be talking about mission, like I said. And then, um, I'm going to announce to you that every one of us is, su is supposed to be a partaker of what we call mission. And uh, we live in a society where we are quick to delegate things church um, these are the choir members to the ushering unit when sanitation members are sweeping I can't join them because I didn't choose sanitation when I wanted to give when, when I wanted to join workforce I did not choose sanitation so I can't join them ushers are the one that regates wheelchairs I, I can't I can't do all of those things it's not a part of my obligation to the church but uh permit me to tell you this evening that you are totally wrong hallelujah the fact that you're not in evangelism you not mean you should not do evangelism. Praise God. As a matter of fact, when the scripture says in Matthew 16, 15, the scripture did not say 
go into the world, all of you that are in evangelism unit. He was talking to all of us. Hallelujah. So, and um, he has given us the, the, um, the ministry of reconciliation. He didn't say, I have given this to some certain persons. It is to everyone as long as you are in Christ. The scripture says in Matthew I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed. Behold, all things have become new. He's basically talking about he who is born again already. Then they further, it was after that 17 that what we read came up, so that we know that this is not for some certain set of persons. It is not just for those that have, um, it is not, you know, the five-fold ministry, we, we, we have a pastor, we have a teacher, everything, and all of that. Everything is to one end. Instituting the kingdom of God on earth. Hallelujah. That is what all of these things is pointing to. Hallelujah. So, by the grace of God, we'll be looking at what is mission, and then the reasons why I should get involved, or we should get involved in missions. Hallelujah. Alright, and because of our time, as I'm rushing, sorry. So, um, Okay, what is mission? Mission is an important assignment given to a person or a group. Hallelujah. Mission is an assignment or a special duty given to a person or a group of people. Hallelujah. And um, sometimes mission can um, involve traveling. Praise God. Praise God. You remember that there was a time that um, I received as a whole had to travel to Ishoiki to evangelize. Hallelujah. That one involved traveling. And then all of the times that we move around to do evangelism, it's still traveling because the last time I checked, the definition of traveling doesn't necessarily mean you have to go through a bus or through other means of walking is or trekking or walking is or another means of transportation too. Because in those days of the old, they trek, they walk one place to another. That is why you see people um, travel for months before they get to a certain place. But thank God for the for the advent of technology and all of that. Alright, so mission could be defined as the effort of the church. Who is the church? Yourself, myself. All of us. To reconcile those that have, those that are lost back to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then by the grace of God, we I'm sure we know what reconciliation means. Reconciliation is just um, reconciliation in a nutshell just means re-establishment of of um, establishment of a friendly relation. Like you know, like through some kind of um, enmity, some kind of space, some kind of gap between divinity and humanity. Hallelujah, between man and God. So reconciliation, God has given us that that, um, that ministry. So by the grace of God, we are supposed to go out. I, I'm sure many of us have this uh, mindset of when we talk about evangelism, it has to be this, you know, this um, this very very well um, orchestrated, well organized. Let me say, you know, interview sitting. Like you have to go out, then meet somebody, and then start talking. Brother, you know. Jesus loves you and all of that. No, it doesn't have to be like that. Praise God. Praise God. It does not have to be like that. Many of us have, we we have our places in, we have influences. We, we, we 
have certain places that um, when we speak, people listen. There is no man on earth that does not have one person that he has influence on. No matter how little you might think you are, you have that your friends that might not really even show you, but then they copy some of the things that you do. Hallelujah. So, evangelism is much more than just going out. Evangelism is supposed to be something that should even start within, within your family, with the people that God has called you to lead. Hallelujah. Some of us are uh, class governors, we are deputy governors, we are executive in schools and in school rather, we are executive in school and then you have never for once mentioned anything related to Christ. I am not saying it has to be, like I said earlier, Alright. Like I said earlier, uh, it doesn't have to be serious. This serious look, like, you know, <laughs> you know how it is now. If you are going for a job interview, you have to sit down and then compose yourself so that <laughs> you not say this guy is an serious. We can't can employ this kind of person. It doesn't have to be this serious who wants to be a millionaire sitting. Just walk off. You know, it's the way you tell people about Christ. Your the way you act alone. Can tell somebody about Christ, can preach Christ to somebody. We are epistles that live in the heart of men. People look at you, people watch you. They want to even be like you. Some of them are emulating you, like unconsciously. There are some certain things that have you never have you never wondered that um, when you are too close to someone, you, you just find yourself behaving like the person. So everyone you meet in life has a part of them in your life. They have your part. They have their part. Hallelujah. So, by the grace of God, please do your best. That post, that position that God has given you in school, please make good use of it to tell people about God. Hallelujah. It starts from, let us pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have passed the message. You have not said, um, let, let us sit down, let us talk sensibly to our head. Way you are behaving is not good. You have to give your life to Christ. You have not said all of those things, but praying in the name of Jesus alone is a message. And then you can tell somebody about the love of Christ. You just those three words that we speak. Jesus loves you. It's it's so 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 high. You you know you know how it is when a guy tells a lady, "I love you so much." <laughs> Praise God. This thing comes back again. Like it will come back again definitely. So when you tell somebody Jesus loves you, ah, something very wonderful is something very, very mighty. Praise God. Some of us are flashing off saying anything related to the scripture because we don't want to be nailed. We don't want to be tagged, pastor. Uh, sit down, dear. Whether you do anything or not, people will tag you for something. If you are not tagging, pastor, they will tag you, bad boy. At least they will tag you something now. So there's, no, there's nothing you do. You can't always please men. Whatever it is you do, make sure you are pleasing God. If it's not God, then it's nothing. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Many of us, you know, some of us can pray the only those for 10 hours. Ah, you see that sister, she has fire on her head. Sister, calm down now. The only ghost that you have that you are not preaching ghost to. What, what's, what's that for? Acts 1, 8 says they, uh, uh, they, they will receive the power after the Holy Ghost is upon them. They will preach they will spread the word unto Judea, unto Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the world. So the 
Holy Ghost baptism that you have received is not for decoration. It's not for you to just sit down in your room and just do all of this praying into the Holy What's that? That's not, that's not why we were called in the first place. After Peter preached, after Peter got the Holy Ghost, the first time he ministered to people, he won 3,000 souls. What are you doing with the Holy Ghost? To just pray and just, you know, the Holy Ghost I cannot even use this. What's, what's that? Hallelujah. I, I'm sorry I'm sounding like this, but then this is the way I, this is the way it's called me. Praise God. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost baptism that we have received is not for decoration, it's manifestation, the earnestly. People are expecting, you know, really. Hallelujah. Praise God. You take Gloria in school. Take Gloria in school. You cannot even say, let us pray before we start. What's that? No. It's, it's not good. That's not what Christ. Christ is not. You can't hide Christ. You can't hide Christ. It's not, you can't, it's not possible. You can't hide Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. All right. Um, all right. The human race, the human race was scattered in different. Okay. If you look through Genesis, the book of Genesis, chapter 11, from verse 1 downwards, down to, yeah, down to 7 or so, you will. It's, it's a story that most of us are familiar with. The story of um, when the children of men gather together to build a tower that they want to get to heaven, to see ah, who is this God, you know, all of those that. And then God had to change their language to, to because the unity, the bond between them was so tight that God even understood ah, that these people were, if we leave them like this, they will build this tower and they will get to heaven. But what he did was, what happened to them was their languages changed. That was what brought about all of this tribe, all of this ethnic group that we have today and all of that. That's what brought about these people are this one, this one speak different languages and all of that. But way more than that, God wants us to get reconciled back to him. And then um, God will not come down. In fact, he came down in humanly nature, like in form of human, Christ. Christ came down. And then Christ did his part. Then when he was done with his part, he committed our own part unto us. And then because of the fact that some of us might eventually say, ah, Christ, you did all of these things with power. Anytime you even teach, you teach with authority and power. And every time you teach, there is healing and blah, 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 and all of that. Christ said, don't worry, I'm going to give you a gift. And then he gave us the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So whatever it is Jesus Christ did, we can actually do. Provided that we are able to pay the sacrifices. Hallelujah. 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 Christ will come, preach, will get ill, touch people, people will get ill and the scripture will say in the night he went to the mountain to pray hallelujah, no wonder he said men ought to pray and not to faint so if they are not praying, if, they are, if your secret place is not um, if your secret place is not secret <laughs> let me use it that way because some of us do not even have a secret place anyway yes, is it true? some of us do not have so if it's not, if it's not strong enough there are some certain dimensions you will not touch. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. So, the church is responsible for all of this, all of this, um, all of this operation and all of that. We are responsible for them. And if we are really going to establish God's kingdom on earth, we have to really, 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 really get involved. We have to really, 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 really bring ourselves into 
bring ourselves into that ministry of reconciliation. And then, if we are going to take over, there's something we call, um, alright, there's something we call seven mountains of influence with the family, education, the, the business world, the media world, the art world, and all of that. Some of us, God has already placed us into different places. Fine, you might not be known yet, but then in the your circle of friends, the circle of friends of those that are around you. How many persons have you told your husband? Hallelujah. The devil is so wise that um, one of the things, one of the ways he attacks the world is that he will make sure he destabilizes the family. He will distract the family. Hallelujah. And then, like, we all know that okay, don't let me say we all know, but then we should all because many of us did social studies in primary school, secondary school. We're told then that family is the smallest unit of a society. So if I'm going to talk as a scientist, I would say family is like the monomeric unit of the society. Hallelujah. So whatever makes the society is a family. So one of the things that the devil do is that we attack the family. Even in your family. Have you ever spoken about friends? Don't be ashamed. Some of us, it's not everybody in our family that is our body. You can't really force people to, but then you can keep praying for them. Evangelism does not end with just Jesus loves you, you know. Get baptism, take you to this, commit the heart of that particular person to God. You can keep doing that. Fine, you might have done that twice, three times, and all of that, and then it's looking more like there's no result. Keep going. You are sowing the seed in prayer. And then someday, you will reap all of it. Hallelujah. Alright, talking about media, we, we know now one of the seven sphere of influence or semantics of influence, any word you want to use. Media. Media is very, 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 it's something, thank God we know in this age now, any information you want to get is through the media, social media precisely. And then, you know, some of us are even scared of putting Jesus loves you on our status. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Because you don't want to be tagged, um, you don't want people to see you as this, somebody that has this um, religious bigotry or something, or bigotry or something. And no, no matter what you do, no matter what you do, people with Jesus did not commit anything. And then he was nailed to the cross. Stephen, what did he do? He was preaching. He was. There is nothing you do that people will not still persecute you for. If you are too gentle, they will tell you that that guy is too gentle. If you talk too much, they will tell you that he's garrulous. Ah, this guy he talks too much. I just hate him for that. So no matter what you do, people will still hate you for what you do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, you know, I'm sure that many of us, when we had missions, you, you were expecting something like, um, come, please support the missionaries, send clothes, send money, pray for them. No, it's way more than that. Hallelujah. It's way more than that. Even without doing all of that, you can still be a part of it by creating, by creating an awareness around you. By letting people know who Christ is. What Christ is capable of doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's open to um, John 3.16. John 3.16. Then we read 17. 3.16, 17. Because most of the time, many of us read all of these um, common verses, those to say, and then we don't further. Hallelujah. Him should not but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, 
but that the world through him might be saved. Continue, sir. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Hallelujah. Because, Continue. because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. And men loved darkness rather than light. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, sir. Hallelujah. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life, everlasting life. So, how will people believe what they have not heard? You know, when the scripture was saying in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, saying we walk by faith and not by sight, it's talking about those that are believers already. It's not talking, it's not a general thing. It's not a, it's not a general thing. It's not for everybody. So, when people have not heard about Christ from you, how will they believe? The scripture says in Romans 10, 17, that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. So, it is not until we have used, not until we use the tool, all of these things, all of these mountains of influence, they are like tools that can be used to win souls for Christ. Your social media is not your WhatsApp status, it's your WhatsApp status now. You can put anything that you want, you feel like putting there. Nobody's going to castigate you for that. Nobody's going to nail you to the cross for that. You know, Jesus loves you is something. I just want to remind you that Jesus, you know, many of us have these brokers and all of that. We have never for once thought of using that platform for Christ. Please, change today. Tell somebody beside you, change. Change. God will help you in Jesus' name. All right, um, we can't start talking about all of the influence, mountain of influence, because our time is fast spent. All right, let's quickly get to why should I be involved in, why should I be involved in um, missions? Why should I be involved in missions? Why should I be involved in missions? Why should I be involved in missions? Please be involved. Be involved in mission. Do the things of God. It's, it's... Hallelujah. Alright. Um, the scripture says in Matthew, I, I don't want to read it, Matthew 16, 15. If you read from 15 to 20, it's talking about going into the world and preach the... So the first reason why you should be involved is because it is a commandment from God. Hallelujah. It is a commanded commandment from God. Christ said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Obey my commandments. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. For God so loved the world that he gave. Hallelujah. So, loving God, we always come with a sacrifice. Loving, we always come with a sacrifice. God loves us so much that he sacrificed his only begotten son. So now, if you love God, you keep his only begotten... Ah, sorry? <laughs> you keep his commandments. Hallelujah. You keep his only begotten son. And now she did the commandments, the word of God. His son is the word. Hallelujah. So, um, the other reason is because the salvation of my, mankind is so paramount in the mind of God. Hallelujah. Definitely. If it was not so paramount in the heart of God, we would not, we would not, there, would not be, there, would, there would be nothing like um, John 3 16 in the first place. For God so loved the world. You love somebody with your belief system with your heart with your mind the one that Christ said love your Lord love the Lord your God with your heart with your mind with your strength and all of that may God help us in the name of Jesus and then 
Another reason, all right, let's open to ah, don't open. Jonah 4. You know the, the story of Jonah very well. He was sent to Nineveh to, you know, tell the people about God. And then, because of the fact that, I, I think Jonah has just four chapters. Because of the fact that he, <laughs> he just won't go to destroy these people. He already knew in his heart that if I still go, if I still preach, last, last, God will still, God will still save these guys. I don't want to do this. Let me just, let me just travel and run away so that God will eventually destroy them, last, last. But then, because of the love of God for us, because of the fact that God loves us, even in the midst of all of the things that we do, God still loves us. Because of that, God had to find a way to get him back. If not because God loves himself, God would have just killed him. That you, you don't want to go now. I'll, I'll look for another person. Because he was not the only prophet in the land. He was not the only prophet in the whole wide world. But then because of the love of the father, because of the fact that God loved him so much, God had to help him to retrace back his steps to getting his people saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, because God demonstrated his search for the lost people of Nineveh, who were ignorant of his salvation, we too must be involved. Hallelujah. Don't just see one guy that smokes, that drinks, and then just be like, Eleah, if I alone law. Ha. That's not what you come out from your mouth. That's not what you know. You, as a matter of fact, Matthew 7, 7 verse 1, I said, judge not, so that you know be judged. You are not the judge of these things. Hallelujah. Even Christ came, he didn't condemn us. Or, okay, you think you are worthy of the death of Christ. No. It was his love that found you. Hallelujah. So please be involved. Don't um, act like, looking at me already. Don't, <laughs> praise God. All right, then. Um. Let's have Luke 15. Luke 15, please. Fast, fast. If you are there, please just read. One of them does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it. And when he had found it, he laid it on his shoulder, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he called together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy. I say unto you that quite be in heaven over one sinner that repented, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Praise God. Hallelujah. We saw what Christ said in that part of the scripture. He was talking about the fact that if you have hundred sheep and then one is missing, will you not leave the remaining ninety one to go and look for the lost one? So that is what God, God is, God is a business person. He, he will not waste any opportunity to get you to himself. Hallelujah. So we should be involved in this because God is deeply involved in this and we should be involved in our father's enterprise. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. And then, okay, let's have um, Ezekiel. Ezekiel 18, 23. Ezekiel 18, 23. That time I was talking about the fact that um, God does not okay. I'm not okay. I've mentioned something like that, but I was I was kind of excited about it. All right, God does not want the death of anyone. He doesn't want the death of that guy. You feel that to you 
that you feel this guy is a sinner, this guy is he's doomed already, this guy is on his way to hell because of the fact that, because of his ways and all of that. God does not want the death of a sinner. He does not want the death of anyone. Hallelujah. Let's have Ezekiel. Ezekiel 18, 23. Said the Lord God. Please can you take it again, sir, so that everybody will get that. Have I any pleasure at all that the wicked should die? Said the Lord God. And not that he should return from his ways and live. Hallelujah. The Lord does not want anyone to die. And um, permit me to tell you, if you have not, if you are still, alright then, okay, Mark 3.10, Mark 3.10 was talking about, okay, Mark 3, generally, was talking about, um, okay, it was, okay, Christ was talking about the end times to his disciples, and then he was talking about the fact that come, some will come in my name, and then um, we tell you that um, I am this, I am it, I am blah, 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 and all of that, but in the 10th verse of that particular chapter, Mark 3, Christ was talking about the fact that the gospel will be preached. The gospel must be first published in all nations before all of this will happen. That means the gospel must be first published in all of the nations before the coming, the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you are not telling people about Christ, you are the one delaying Christ. Hallelujah. If you are not telling people about Christ, if you are not um, showing people the pathway of righteousness, then you are the one delaying us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Christ has gone to prepare a place for us. You know, how wonderful it will be. We'll be in heaven. There's no four-year exam. There's no... Hallelujah. Alright, you know how sweet it's going to be now. Don't let the Lord help us in Jesus. So in conclusion, be involved in mission. We are God's messenger with the word of reconciliation. Sent to reconcile the word unto God. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Teaching us your way. Teaching us your truth. Showing us the way that we must go. Helping us to prosper in our soul. Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The truth has come again today. Make use of it. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us all in 